Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Or obviously people like me who are looking to wildcard straight after it is, of course, a third option. So Free hit. Hello everybody, welcome to Planet FPL, the world where everything revolves around fantasy Premier League. My name's Serge. And my name is James. It's People's Poll on a Friday, James. And you put a bunch of topics out which were... Uh, FPL related, that was part of the reason for doing it Friday. Uh, What do you mean football? Football, football, (laughs) FPL, football. I No one's ever said that ever in in the history of ever. And I, I think it was a surprise winner, but a fairly unanimous winner. Actually, okay. there were three options put forward. The one that I thought was probably going to piss the vote ended up bottom, which was Holland v Salah, um, such as the desperation oh. to get the right one. But no, only 19% of the vote. 29% of the vote went to FPO enablers, a potential look across the positions of best options. The winner was a look at game week 18 and how to prepare for the awkward looking Blank. Um, this is not something that we're unfamiliar with. We're kind of used to this build up to the FA Cup quarterfinals and we know that the blanks come in. And I think we will kind of, unless we're free hitting in that week, we get sucked into buying players that we know we're going to play. And what's interesting about game week 18 is there's only one blank. There's only two teams not playing. And that's Manchester City and Brentford. And yet I can see it already having a psychological impact on me personally which is why I wanted to talk about it. On the subject of City-Brentford, it, it's obviously postponed because of City's involvement in the Club World Cup. Um, we still think it will go into game week 20, which would give City a double game week of Sheffield United at home and Brent um, and Brentford at home. And for Brentford, it would be Crystal Palace away and Manchester City away. And interestingly, Brentford have fixtures against Wolves at home the week before and Nottingham Forest at home the week afterwards. So I think you could just look at Manchester City as a, as a bonus game in a really good free game week spell. Um, I think one of the things people want to know to clarify first is when should we start thinking that it's not going to be game week 20? 
oh, that's a you or Ben Krellin or that any of the, the crew that liked a fixture plan, yeah. James, question. Well, look, Premier League's commitment was six weeks. I think the game will most likely be played on Wednesday, January the 3rd. So I think if we get towards the beginning of game week 13 and there hasn't been an announcement, we should start asking questions. But until that point, I would still work on the basis. And remember, there's an international break between 12 and 13. I would still think it's highly likely to be in game week 20. I can't really think of why with both teams out the Carabao Cup can't really think why it won't go in there and it can also go to following midweek when the Carabao Cup semi-final first legs are and that would still be game, game week 20, 20. correct because there's a big gap because the FA Cup third round between game week 20 and game week 21 so there's two possible midweeks it could land in I think all of us are still pretty confident that it will happen again if probably if we haven't got anything by game week 13 I'd begin to ask questions of of why that is and then there has to be a conversation to have uh, and that's obviously particularly important because a number of people are thinking of obviously wildcarding in game week 19 and steam into those teams. And I think you still would. Like with the Brentford fixtures before and afterwards, you'd still probably get at least sort of Mbumo and Flecken or something and Free City as probably a minimum. So the reason is a consciousness. I think there's there's two ways of looking at this. One is a lot of people have already wildcarded. The majority of people over this period are not going to. The majority of engaged managers now are going to wait. You could, of course, wildcard in game week 18, but then you're not going to get your maximum of City-Brentford. You could wildcard then and bench Treble City and Flecken and then maybe plan to buy and Bumo in 19. You could do it that way. From a value perspective, that's probably not going to make sense. You're probably better off doing it in game week 19. You haven't wildcarded. I have wildcarded. You have wildcarded. We when record you, a podcast each and every week you, about Fantasy Premier League, mate. What, when did you wildcard? About three weeks ago. Uh, was it good? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't wildcarded. You haven't wildcarded? I have. You have you really? I'm saying three weeks ago, I wildcarded. We when? record a podcast each and every week here, James. <laughs> this is where you know I talk too much and don't listen <laughs> enough, basically. Okay, so we're on different paths. You've wildcarded. Yes. I haven't. So from your perspective, having already done it, what's your consciousness at the moment about game week 18? Is is it part of your thought process at the moment or not? Absolutely not. <clears throat> and I'll tell you why. Well, there's two ways. There's uh, what I would say in terms of decision making about what I want to do with game week uh, 18. There's kind of like a hierarchy of, okay, this, 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 this to think about. Firstly... I would say there's so many occasions when we get to usually around like game week 30, 31, something like that, where there's a blank game week. And we're quite often happy to go into that blank game week, depending on what the fixtures are, with like 10 or 9 or 8. And you're kind of like, you know what, it's not as big a deal to go into any given game week with 8 or 9 players. So I'm not scared of going into that with... But this is one blank rather than yeah, I 10 it. teams. I'm not going to... Sorry, I would not end up with... Um, less than 11 players but so firstly it's a case of I'm not scared about I'll I'll probably only have two city at that time and as it stands I've got zero Brentford so right now I've got two city zero Brentford not a problem although when you start looking at the likes of Lamptey and stuff on the bench yes maybe a problem then the second thing is all right well what are the fixtures that players that I do have have and what are what are the problems that potentially arise and there's a number of decent fixtures that week there's one standout pain in the ass fixture which is Liverpool Arsenal but 
right now as it stands, I've got uh, with that fixture specifically. I'd only be concerned if I was heavily exposed defensively as opposed mm. to from an attacking point of view. Because yep. that leads to be 3-2, three, 2-2, two, 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 something like that. Yep, yep. I've got one each from the defenders, Gabriel and Shimikas. And the likelihood is Shimikas might not be there if Robertson gets anywhere near close to fitness by then anyway. So who's your five defenders at the moment? Cash, yep. uh, Shimikas, yep. Trippier, uh, Lamptey and um, someone else. So as it would stand now, if we were, if we were approaching that week right now... Gabriel. Will you play him over Shimikaz? No, no, no. As in that, sorry, that's my five that I've got. Yeah. Yeah. But ones that you'd have to play one, wouldn't you? And that yeah. it's, it's one week. And I'll just it's, play it. It's not it's not a it's not a disaster. If I look at alternatives, like who else do I have? All right. Aston Villa at home to Sheffield United. I'm on triple Aston Villa at the moment. So I'm quite happy with that as a potential fixture. So West Ham have got Man United at home, I've got Bowen. I'm happy with that as okay. a fixture, particularly if he puts Lindelof back and left back. Come on in. But what you've got to factor in for you that's already wildcarded, I get what you're saying. 18's not a huge problem. It's not, right? I mean, a lot of teams at the moment might be sitting there with just, say, Holland and Bumo and going, well, well, I'll sell them. It's fine. I get that. Great. But two weeks later, you want these players. Well, I'll have Triple C because I'll have transfers to burn either side. And there's that. So before Manchester City's blank in game week 18, they have Luton away and Crystal Palace at home. And it's ever, even if it's not a double, it's still Everton away and Sheffield United at home afterwards for Manchester City. This is where it begins to get complicated because 18 in itself is not a major drama, I think. It's the before and the after. And the same applies to Brentford. I've spoken about their fixtures either side as well where there's every chance you're going to want a piece of that I still think look if you've got like a penalty taker and a talisman like Mbumo who's got a double and he's got good fixtures before and afterwards in Wolves at home and not in a forest at home you're still going to want a piece of that and also if you look a little bit earlier with Brentford's uh, which I think is a bit different to Manchester City's because City obviously 12 to 15 is well documented It's, it's a difficult run I don't think anyone's going to be exposed if they don't have three Manchester City over that period. There's plenty of FPL managers at the moment going to go with none, particularly those who are obviously on the Mo Salah and, and no Haaland path. But despite 18 playing a consciousness in my mind, I'm earmarking buying Brian and Bumo in game week 14. They play Luton at home, Brighton away, Sheffield United away and Villa at home before that run when, say, Tottenham have got a difficult period. They come into Manchester City away. And it might be that I flip, I flip say, a Madison to Mbumo and then flip it back even for 18 itself or maybe in 17 when Brentford play Villa. So for me, who hasn't wildcarded yet and intending to wildcard afterwards, I'm obviously looking towards dead ending into that week. And yet I'm still thinking of adding Mbumo. And I'm sitting there with Haaland and Alvarez. And one of my plans potentially has buying John Stones at one stage as well. So I might be landing in a position where I do end up at that week landing there with Stones, Alvarez, Holland, and Bumo. Now, from that perspective, at that point, I could just go Holland to Wilson or whatever and, you know, take, take Bumo to Salah near enough and do a minus four. I could do that sort of thing, for example. But what that means is I have to have a real consciousness about the rest of my team sitting there at the moment with the likes of Malo Gusto, for example. So I think it's important in the first instance to identify what's good in game week 18 because 
you might need some of your crap in that week, right? I think if you were free hitting, the three outstanding teams for game week 18 are Villa, Tottenham and Newcastle. West Ham at home to Man United. Come on, son. Okay. I'll come on to a free <laughs> I'll come on to a free hit draft in a second. So I think Villa have got Sheffield United at home. Yeah, you if you're free that. hitting, it's it's free. Spurs Tot- Everton Tottenham at home, at home to Everton. I think so. And Newcastle away to Luton. One caveat on Newcastle and why it might be better to wait last for them is they obviously have the Carabao Cup quarterfinal. Um, uh, against Chelsea the midweek before. I think it'll be a Tuesday night, which will be helpful, which would then give a, a four-day gap till the Luton game. But you're, I think there aren't many great forwards, I would say, in game week 18. We look at the fixtures. Like, I looked at a free-hit team, and I think I'm looking at, like, Watkins plus a Newcastle player. You could make a case for, like, an Alwyn Yee at home to Bournemouth. Mm. But it's not, like, outstanding, I don't think. So the actual forward options are in 18, I don't think are unbelievable. You're looking at like, you know, and Ketcher or Jesus away to Liverpool, Darwin Nunes at home to Arsenal. These players can return, obviously, but the forward options aren't outstanding. When you think of targeting, say, Burnley, they go to Fulham. What am I doing? Free hitting in like Raul Jimenez, who hasn't scored since the last decade or something. That's not of huge interest. So I'd have a consciousness about the forwards in that week. But as I said, I think it really comes around to thinking about enablers. And I see lots of people want to make defensive moves at the moment. And I think for me, it's all got a consciousness about 18. So sitting there at the moment with Udogi, who we know is 50-50 for Monday, I'm still looking at him and thinking, you could be extremely useful for me for this period. And I'm obviously probably in an unusual situation where, bar gusto, I'm giving myself selection headache problems every week. But now I'm almost heading even more that way, I think. So I think to myself, well, I could buy Lascelles right now. And that's really good in the short term. But if Sven Botman is back for game week 18... and we He's have, useless to He's you. useless to me. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, if I'm carrying in City and Brentford players, then that's a, that's a problem I don't, I don't need right now. Sure. That makes sense. 100%. So I have a consciousness about where I'm going. A different example would be... Matty Cash, right? It's well documented that Villa have a really, really good run of fixtures. We know that. But by the time you land to game week 13, between 13 and 17, I've actually got Villa bottom of my fixture ticker. Bottom, as in worst. Tottenham away, Bournemouth away, City at home, Arsenal at home, Brentford away. Like Two home fixtures there, though. Yeah, I get that. And Bournemouth away and Brentford away don't particularly scare you. How often am I actually going to be comfortable playing Matty Cash in those games? Do I want to play him in all five of those games? Yet, I want him in game week 18. And there wouldn't be a doubt about that at the moment. So I'm almost looking at a situation where I want to put myself in a position where I'm going to bench him. Similarly, a lot of this might carry through a Gabriel or a Saliba. They've got great, great run of fixtures, Arsenal. But beforehand, 16 to 18, it's Villa away, Brighton at home. Liverpool away. Now, for the defensive assets, I'd say that's three really rough fixtures. Almost as bad as it could get. So, do I want to be coming off an Arsenal player around about 16? And am I better off, therefore, holding Matty Cash and just benching him in a number of weeks? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I think it really needs a, a consciousness of future planning. There's also Chelsea's fixture swing, which is coming up. They go to Wolves in game week 18, which I think's quite an interesting one. And they come into a really good run from game week 16. 16 to 20, they're brilliant. Everton away, Sheffield United at home, Wolves away, Palace at home, Luton away. So I wonder if when we get there, talking about that swing of Arsenal's and Chelsea's, if moves like Saliba to, dare I say it, Reese James in game week 16 might be the sort of move that's popular. I'm looking at probably getting in Robert Sanchez because that's when my kind of Johnston-Turner rotation looked really, really bad around about that period. So how much are you thinking about this in terms of more you're enabling transfers? I'm not. You're just not a problem for you at all? No, I think I'm happy to just uh, take hits when we get closer and figure it out from there. The only thing I'm thinking about is like, I don't like having enablers and fringe players that are not going to play. So Tarek Lamptey is a problem for me, um, but I'll fix that as we get closer. I've got money in the bank, so I'm actually likely to, if Estupinan was, Estupinan was fit, for example, I don't want to replace Lamptey with him um, and I can find the money to get up there. So yeah, overall, I think it's not, it's going to be, more a case of just let me get 11 players on the pitch as opposed to worrying about the blank specifically. I'll have three City in the lead-up and I'll have three City out the other end. And if that means uh, taking one hit, so I roll into 18 with two free transfers. I use one of them to remove a City. I'll take a hit on the other side to get a City back in for those fixtures because I'm not going without three either side. Um and Brentford, I know you, what you're saying about um, the fixtures there, but uh, regardless, there's only a one or two. I'd only ever want one or two. And Bomo, clearly, maybe a defensive, but I'm not going to be really sweating about not having a lot of uh, Brentford assets for that. Even for the double, you won't see me wanting to steam into um, six Brentford and, and City for the double, should it happen? I could see me... I could have five maybe four or five no, I mean I could see I mean the other thing to factor in with City of course over that period is it is a Christmas period off the back of the Club World Cup like rotation it's going to be there isn't it yeah. whereas it's, it's probably not with Brentford but someone like a Matthias Jensen over that period who you know just ticks over and has a little bit of consistency and we never speak about him as an FPL asset but actually performs absolutely reasonably well for his price stick him in on the wild card in 19 and play him for three weeks and then downgrade it you could go with like Jensen and Mbumo go quite strong I think on that wild card in 19 this is what I'm thinking and downgrade one down to 4.5 ish and then get Mbumo back up to a higher whether it's a, a Martinelli Madison something like that Bowen whatever 
that's the sort of thing I've I've got in my mind. And that decision obviously doesn't need to be made at this sort of stage. I think Flecken in goal would be would be perfectly reasonable. Agree with that. And I think he is, you know, we've kind of joked about him a lot as well. But he, as a long-term pick, he would be fine. I, I would add a caution on Brentford that they have a run from game week 22 to game week 32, which is pretty ugly and long-term. And so it might be that there's a consciousness of that. But I'd still want to attack the three fixtures, which is Wolves at home, Palace away, Forest at home, with the bonus Manchester City fixture. Um, and City has said... I mean, just Everton away and then double two home games. They've got Burnley at home too after that. Then they go to Brentford themselves again. Everton at home, Chelsea at home, Bournemouth away. <sighs> I mean, that's a def. You wouldn't wildcard in 19 and not go free City, would you? No, no chance. No chance. No. I'm not wildcarding and I'm not I don't going so. without three City. So it's, it's interesting because me and Serge haven't spoken about this prior. I think it's interesting that you've wildcarded and it's not a consciousness on you. Whereas I think for me, who's going to... haven't, and it is. Yeah, that's interesting, Perhaps isn't it? you spend... It's, it's a consequence maybe, you spend maybe, more time thinking about it. Maybe it's just looking too far into the future. For me, it is a little bit. Is it? But you're, you're but definitely also, wildcarding but, in 19. But I'm right? also talking about buying like Mbumo and Stones, potentially, over this period, which is going to make 18 more awkward. Correct. So I'm not... I'm not like, oh, I'm not touching these because that's going to give me part of the headache. I am looking at other weeks and going, right, attack and boom, own 14. with a view that you'll leave yourself. I can see you easily leaving yourself two free transfers rolling into 18. That would be the idea. And take one hit. So three transfers fixes that problem and wildcard straight out. What, um, I kind of would phrase the question a little bit differently thinking about it. Say you, you, you can wildcard in 19 and work towards 18. I can't. So what is it that you can do that I can't with? Well, what is it that you can do that I'll find harder to do? Uh, well, it's it's probably it's City and Brentford on either side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also fixtures. Of I would say that's Brentford others. on either side, because I think City three either side is not going to be difficult. But if you look at, say, from game week 19 onwards in terms of teams that have got some good fixtures so take take Arsenal's four after going to Liverpool. So you're not going to want to go into 18 with like three Arsenal, right? Arsenal's four fixtures from 19. West Ham at home, Fulham away, Palace at home, Forest away. It's good. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to want to land in 18 with like three Arsenal, whereas I might hit into 19, 19 with three Arsenal. With three well, I'll Arsenal. probably have one or two. So I'm going to miss out on Arsenal. I think that's fair. What else do you think I could miss out on? There's also... Because of the con- like because of the potential consciousness of of um, taking City out, um, City and Brentford out, and putting them back in, you might miss that Chelsea run as well. Okay, is another thing. Uh, Villa walking to- Villa's fixtures are fine afters from nineteen. There's a if couple I, of if tricky I end ones. Up with tri- triple Villa in that eighteen. I hold them like it's not. It's not something that I need to move on, and I'm going to get stuck with. Yeah, I think as a group of fixtures, it's Manchester, it's Manchester United away, Burnley at home, Everton away, Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away. Three of the five are okay. I mean, even still, it's United, United, United away, whatever, and Newcastle is still a home game at Villa okay. Park, so you certainly wouldn't fret with three Watkins and yeah. stuff like that. What about Spurs? Like off the back of eighteen, do you guys have a decent run after? Yeah, similar. So, so if I've got triple Spurs. In 18, if I've worked towards that, again, not such a big problem for me. I think if you look, there's no point looking beyond game with 25 because game with 26 is the Carabao 
Cup final. But if you look at Tottenham seven afterwards, think of this particularly for the attacking players. Brighton away, Bournemouth at home, Manchester United away, Brentford at home, Everton away, Brighton at home, Wolves away. The game week 19 fixtures are repeated in game week 24. So as a seven there, that's really good for Tottenham's offensive Think about players, it this yeah. way. If you're steaming into Arsenal, uh, City and Brentford as we come out the other side of 18, you're going to maybe sacrifice a bit of Spurs and a bit of Villa. Uh, not necessarily. The other thing to note is Hyunming Sun might be at the Asia Cup. So it might be one just to go without. And obviously Mo's going to be at AFCON. Okay. So you have to think about that as well. You're not on Mo. At the moment, no. But those who are, and I'm sure those who are on Salah and not on Haaland would just literally flip that, I think. Um, but it's still transfers that's going to cost you and missing potential other things like attacking into Chelsea or having the right free Villa or Brighton have a good run as well. Um, and Bright- Toma won't be there. He'll be at the Asia Cup if Sonny's at the Asia yeah, Cup. Yeah, but then that would make someone like a Simona Dingra a really, really good pick what over that period. Is he not f- uh, wouldn't think- he not be at AFCON? I think he's French. I thought he was Kenyan. No, I don't think it. so. I'm imagining it. No, I think he's I think he's French. I feel like yeah. I want to check that. I'm I don't think... That. Check that. I, I was French or Belgian, I think. Okay. I think he's French. Um, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be going to AFCON anyway. Um, so Tottenham at home West Ham away Wolves at home Luton away Crystal Palace at home Brighton's fixtures after play Sheffield United away a couple after that as well so I think wildcarders in 19 will be able to um, go into different directions whereas similar to English Ivory Coast is a yes Wow. Well, Julio and Sissa will be fit anyway. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just but, like, but, uh, AFCON no, and Asia. Julio and Sissa does think he'll be back soon. So, okay. uh, and Sufati. So there's others you could target in any case Correct. anyway. Yeah. Pervis Dupinan is... Colombian. Ecuadorian. 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 South, South America. South America. So it's definitely other. T- what my point is, you're potentially going to be using transfers over that period to sort out City, Brighton at problems, whereas those coming out of 18 and wildcard 19 are just going to go and attack this different mm-hmm. little spell of fixtures. I think we could look at it now and go, well, yeah, I'll attack some Chelsea. Yeah, I'll attack some Tottenham in 17. I, I'm not sure how easy it's going to be if you get a bit closer and you're carrying in your Jamal LaSalle's and you're going, oh, shit, Botman's back. And I don't think, like I've looked at Pine Lascelles this week and that's the biggest thing that's put me off. I don't know when this Botman problem ends. If if Eddie Howe came out and went, Botman's out till January, I'd be like, yeah, great. Lascelles is now perfect. Doesn't cost a lot. Plays for one of the best defences and he's going to do me great in game week 18 because I've got Lewin away. Yeah, Fantastic. But I don't want to put myself in problems with those sort of players. So I'm I'm already... Landing, I think this is a psychological weakness of mine when I play FPL. I'm already landing in a psychological issue where I don't want players who I'm concerned about in two months' time. Yeah, but then look at uh, Charlie Taylor away at Fulham. That's all right if you had to play him. He's not still in the team. It's not great either. But no, but he might not be. That's the that's the as well. He's in the team. As well. So I can see myself landing in a period coming up where at the moment I've got Saliba, Udogi, and whatever happens with Udogi, it's not a serious problem. We know that. Cash. 
And at the moment, I've got Gusto. So Gusto will need to go unless they end up in this weird situation where, I don't know, Disasai and Reese James, it's not impossible, both get injured. Imagine I'm sitting there and I'm lucky enough and he's available. Sure, great. But Gusto will have to go. Um, Cash can obviously stay. Saliba can stay. Udogi can stay. Shimikas. There would be a case to say maybe expendable. But it's still home games at Liverpool, so it's not a major problem. So I'm I'm okay from that perspective. And I'm thinking what I want to do is make a move next week, something like Alvarez to Enkecha, which then allows me to go, say, Gusto to Estupanan, if Estupanan's back fit. And then I just go, that's my five, and I could, it's strong, and I can just rotate them and pick yep. whichever three I want every week. And it's fixing that problem. Then I can attack all the offensive stuff for the rest of the weeks. But you know what I found looking at my plan on FPL team? As soon as I put catcher in now, I started thinking, I, I don't like this. It, it, the rest of the offensive stuff became awkward after Arsenal's good run of fixtures ends in game week 15. Move him on? And I'd, yeah, but I'd end up probably with what I want to do, end up moving him on to like a 4.5 forward. Right. An archer or something. Because I don't, I don't want three forwards in game week 18. Mm. It's not a... Another way of doing it is obviously target someone like Kieran Trippier. And I think, again, there's a consciousness of that. I know there's a few people talking about coming off trips at the moment. When you look at Newcastle's fixtures, sure, maybe you don't want to play him at Tottenham in 16. Maybe you don't want to play him this weekend. But I think most people, the right advice would be do play him. Um, the fixtures are good. They've got Forrest at home in 17 before that, Luton blank in 18 as well. So I can see that where Chelsea get targeted in 16, Tottenham and Newcastle get targeted in 17. But how are you getting from the City players to these type of players? It's going to be awkward. And I think it it is a consciousness that will grow on people in forthcoming weeks. Of course, the third option, rather than having used your wild card and wanting to plough through it, and I don't think you're going to want a wild card in 20. Okay, that's the last one you can anyway. uh, Or even 21. As in the second one. Oh, I don't yeah, think you want to use the second one that early. No, 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 no. No. Um, or obviously people like me who are looking to wildcard straight after it. it is, of course, a third option, Serge. Free hit. Ben Krellin, who you already referenced, said on the Inspected Goals podcast last week that he was about 60% that he would free hit in game week 18. What do you think of that? No. That's also my instinct. I tell you why. Go on. Well, it's quite straightforward. Is that whenever we look at free hitting, I'm, I feel like of the eleven that he will have as a starting eleven, and the teams that we've just talked about—Villa, Spurs, Newcastle—I have five or six of them anyway. If but, not, but, maybe but, seven but or ben eight. Ben might not. Yeah, that's a different, that. different, different yeah. uh, scenarios for different people, and if you really don't like Villa Spurs to hold afterwards or get in before, I can understand that. And then you can completely avoid those specific clubs. But as we discussed, Villa are okay afterwards. Spurs are okay afterwards. So, yeah, I wouldn't use my free hit for two reasons. One is I think I'll have at least half of the best free hit team for that week anyway. And I'd rather save it for when I can have 22 fixtures rather than 11 good fixtures. So I'm really using my free hit for, for the upside of five or six players. Not worth it for me. Sorry, I should just clarify. But that's my it's team. Fulham at home, Newcastle having 17, not Forest at home. They've got Forest at home in 19. So it's a good fixture. Either, either side. So I, I can't see myself not ending up with at least half 
six or seven of the same players. Now, yeah, if you want to avoid those clubs either side, go for it. But I, there's no case for that. There is a case. It won't be for me. I'm I'm absolutely. I'm not going to free hit and then wild card. It's, it's definitely not going to be for me. But for those who have, there is a case. And Ben, listen, Ben's a strategist, right? So he's not something he's come up with on a whim. There'll be some logic in it. Um, and there are plenty of things that he and I would, would agree on in terms of strategy. And this is part why I ended up bench boosting in game week one. Here's the issue. Game week 37 is likely to be the one big double, right? Probably want it in a bench boost. But a number of us have identified, such a really good period to wildcard in the second half of the season, which is game week 31. So in game week 31, look at some of these fixtures, such. City play Villa at home, but it's good fixtures afterwards. Arsenal play Luton at home. Liverpool play Sheffield United at home. Newcastle play Everton at home. And they've all got pretty good fixtures afterwards. And that's off the back of some difficult fixtures beforehand. So City play Arsenal in 30. Liverpool and Brighton play each other in 30. Uh, Newcastle play West Ham. There's challenges before where you're not going to want to run in. And of course, what's the week before game at 29? Blank FA Cup quarterfinals. Now, we can't be sure right now what the outlook is in terms of which of the, let's say, top half teams will and won't play in game with 29 as it stands. But there's a few matchups like Brighton Manchester City obviously only needs one to get into the quarterfinals for the game to be postponed. Similarly, Arsenal were scheduled to play Chelsea in game with 29. Liverpool go to Everton. Tottenham go to Fulham. Like, it's very conceivable that a lot of these games involving the better teams in the league could go. So if you're carrying through, then to then have game week 30, you're going to end up binning these players. Imagine you've got those teams, say City and Arsenal, blanking 29 and then they play each other in 30 and you're not using, say, a free hit there for whatever reason. Then you're going to want to come straight off that. So then there's a swing. So the problem is if you wildcard in 31 and then bench boost 37, the problem is gap it's way too long it's a big gap and you can't be certain from there well there might be a few you know that but you couldn't you couldn't be certain that any team if you wildcard in 31 would their games would still matter in 37 no way of knowing yeah no way of knowing look at the shift in points between city and arsenal over that period last season so that's a concern and that's part why i bench boosted in game week one because I've always felt that I wouldn't like bench boosting that late in the season where rotation could be mad and teams might have little to play for. I do think, by the way, ironically, because the Carabao Cup quarterfinal draw, game week 37 and my new projections does look a little bit better than it did prior to the Carabao Cup games this week. But I still think it could be a headache. That's why I decided to get rid of the bench boost early. My current thinking is to free hit in that week. Now, the different way of doing it is, if you're still intending to land two bench boost in 37, the question would be, if you're going to run through the blank in 29-30 and then wild card in 31, when do you free hit? Yeah. Unless you target a mad single game week, if there is one. What, like now when everyone's got it covered? Let's say game week 12, Arsenal, Villa, Liverpool, great fixtures again, as they just were. We've got them all. So, I mean, that's probably not going to exist. So, there is a strong case to say that for 29 and the cup quarterfinals later on, rather than using it as a free hit to cover, 
just plow through it and then get the wild card afterwards and then set yourself up. Another alternative for me might be to leave home would be game week 34 where it is possible. For the free hit. Yeah. That's FA Cup semi-final weekend. Now the games postponed that weekend could literally just move to the midweek afterwards and it could just be a, a literal normal single game week where all 20 teams play once but it's between say Friday and Thursday. It's just a really long week. So that would eradicate that. I think it's more likely you'll probably have three or four teams double or maybe one one or two teams blank is more likely. And it might be that a free hit would be more worthwhile attacking that. That probably depends on which teams are going to play in the midweeks when. Because the teams that play in the midweek of 34 um, of the good teams that proceed in the cup will also play in 37's double, but it won't be a double in 34. It'll just be a a single fixture so the teams that double in 34 and double in 37 are likely to be different this is where I still think that the free hit might be useful towards the end but I certainly take Ben's point that if he's still looking to bench boost in 37 and looking at and running through 29 when the free hit yep and therefore rather than having a headache over this period of how to manipulate and go well I'm not going to go Chelsea or I'm not going to go for these other teams because 18 doesn't look great or whatever. It's just go, right, 18 is a different problem for me. I carry through my City-Brentford and then it's more competitive with the teams that wildcard in 19. That's a real benefit of it. You can start moving towards the team that others will begin to put on their wildcard in 19. So I think it's a viable strategy. It's not one for me. But I can certainly see why Ben's considering it. And here's the thing as well. If Ben's considering it, a lot of other people will consider it. Uh, in terms of the international break, is it the end of November? Yeah, so, so between I 12 think, 13. I think we'll end up having another conversation about this when we come back after the international break. Yeah, probably. Definitely. Um, and at that point, we can probably decide what we think might be a decent free hit team or, a, or an ideal free hit team. Did you say you had a draft free hit? Uh, yes, I did. So or eighteen. Yeah, I just read it out. I think it's it's very early, isn't it? Really, in terms of um, injuries, I, I think form, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'd be interested to hear it. I think the listeners would be interested to hear. If it If the well. games were this weekend, I think probably go treble Villa, Tottenham, Newcastle. Mm -hmm. So what I put together was uh, for Newcastle, Pope, Trippier, Wilson, Tottenham, Porro, Madison, Son, Villa, Cash, Diaby, Watkins. Probably probably Watkins captain against Sheffield United. And the other two I put in at the moment was Salah against Arsenal. He got the money. (laughs) Might as well put him in. Home home fixture, yeah. And Bowen actually against Manchester United. So I've got the same three... Villa, I've got Sonny, I've got Trippier, I've got Bowen. So I've I've got six of that now. Yeah, I've got six of that as well. Um, and there's every chance, you know, if I'm not going to... I'm gonna... missing two additional Newcastle, uh, missing Salah. Uh, but I'll have a other Liverpool attacker in that place as well. And I'm missing uh, Tottenham defensive, and that's only because um, I wasn't going to play him until then. But closer to the time, I'm probably going to go back for Porro, to be honest with you. Budget shouldn't be an issue for this. Yeah. It's possibly part why Salah and Bowen are in this. I think as alternatives, I said Forrest at home to Bournemouth. So people like Awan Yee, Brighton are away to Palace. So that's a consideration. Chelsea are at Wolves. Um, and Did you just and, cheap out the bench? Yeah, and Fulham at home to Burnley. So at the moment, I, I just put one player from each of those four teams just to highlight. You know, Turner against Bournemouth, Dunk at Palace, 
Um, Colwell at Wolves, Muniz at home to Burnley. I think he's one to keep. I keep saying that about Rodrigo Muniz. He scored in the week. I, he might get in that team as a really dirt cheap forward who could be an interest. Now imagine that's the case and Muniz does get in the Fulham team and then you're landing for 18 and he's got Burnley at home. Now that suddenly Three becomes almost perfect and yeah. go right here. Yeah, two up front, Muniz. Oh my God. And it covers 18 really nicely. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it is quite a way away. We still have to get through the game weeks before then, but uh, make sure wherever you are listening to Planet FPL, uh, you are subscribed and you'll get notified as soon as any additional content goes out. If you want to support the show, you can have over to patreon.com forward slash Planet FPL. Uh, we've got loads of different tiers that you can become a supporter of the show. You get loads of benefits now, James. You get uh, additional prize leagues that we run throughout the year. Some may have closed, some still going. Uh, you get additional content each and every day, depending on what tier you're at, uh, intermediate and advanced tier. We have a Slack community, which is hundreds of fantasy managers, both Sky Fantasy Football and that. And you get all of the podcasts ad-free because they get released on Patreon without any ads if they annoy you. Otherwise, skip skip them. But thank you to Sports Social for uh, partnering up with us as well on that. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of benefits over there. Uh, discounts to, like, live Do events and stuff. Do fucking live show or not? We'll get to that in a minute. I'm plugging Patreon first. But Since this is your last chance. This is. Uh, two days from now, we will have a live show, which patrons do have a discount at, uh, which is at the Thirsty Bear in Waterloo. We'll be there from like 12.30, something like that. Two games, two o'clock, 4.30, Forest, Villa, Luton, Liverpool. Wow, you remembered it. Live show. <laughs> Live show, 7.30 till, till, let's say, 9.00. Seven, seven. We're going to start at seven, are we? Woo! Okay. Uh, But yeah, we'll be recording a live show. Loads of FPL managers coming down, some correspondents um, that you all know from Clash of the Correspondents and so on. Just head over to Eventbrite and search Planet FPL or go to Twitter at Planet FPL Pod. Link in the bio. Get yourself a ticket. Come on down and say hello. Have a drink. Watch the game. And uh, 20% off food and drink. In partnership with FPL Meets, there's so many bits of information to remember about this. It's yeah. a madness. I, I've got one more because it's a question that's been coming up this week as well. Like we've said, we'll all, all the money being raised from ticket sales are going to Game Week 39, the, the FPL Community Charity Football Match next year. Correct. Um, which I, I presume will still be for Street Child United, which is uh, a charity set up for uh, underprivileged children. Um, are getting a lot more. I want to donate. Yeah. Um. Don't buy tickets yet. The best advice I can say is if you're insistent on doing that, do it Sunday after we've started. So do it Sunday afternoon. Yeah, so we yeah, haven't yeah. got you on the list of people arriving, but if you want to donate, then it will still go part of the fund. I think you would, you would have to be on Sunday. It shuts down. like You can't do it on Monday, basically. We're going to match the total as well. So if you do want to do that and just want to shaft us so we can put more <laughs> money in the pot, yeah. then I would say buy a ticket between... Yeah. 2 p.m. and midnight on Sunday. The reality is there's going to be plenty of opportunities to donate to Game Week 39. Yes. If that's what you want to do, if you want to support the event, then we're happy to have no, you No, I think people well. just want us yeah. to spend money, oh, which fine, is fair okay. enough. Uh, if, th- if those people are also not patrons that are adding to the coffers, then um, screw you. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Love you all, actually, in reality. Thank you so much for all of the support with the show. Looking forward to seeing some of you on Sunday. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs> not all of you. Well, not everyone's coming, James. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to everyone, everyone that that's is coming. Everyone that's coming, I'm looking forward to meet. Stay safe. Ciao for now. Thanks, everyone. As always, play it your way. Be nice to each other. Cue music, please. Manchild. 
Podcast Network.